Mic check, mic check, mic check. One, two, one, two. Can they hear me? Can they hear me? I think they can. I think they can. What is going on, everybody? It is another episode of Operation Hero Talk coming to you live with your friendly neighborhood blur, Dimitri Starks, back in the building. The number one podcast, of course, for the nerds, the nerdettes, the blurds, the blurdettes, and the weebs, and the weebettes. What is going on, everybody? I hope you all had a great week hope y'all are having a great week um you know i hope y'all are going into the weekend full of positive thoughts you know full of good energy uh we got a lot to talk about uh as you guys know if you listen to the last uh two episodes kind of took a break from um talking about specific characters uh specific heroes and villains um themselves and i wanted to touch on three topics per three topics uh that I really am passionate about. So if you recall, uh, the first one was, the first one during DC week was about why the live action DC movies uh, recently have been so trash. And then following that, it was ranking all of the X-Men movies. And then, and then after that, we have uh, this episode now. So with that being said, this episode today, Allow me to, to to get straight into it with a question. Are live action anime movies good? Well, no, they're not. But <laughs> but with that being said, there are very specific reasons why i feel this is and 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 to be fair i don't necessarily think it's really on the fault of production and on production and telling and tell in storytelling because i mean if it's anime you gotta if it's based off an anime movie you kind of want to stick to you know you want to stick to the specific story that was told in the anime right we just want to see a live action version of it right um and how do those and how do those movies you know how do those movies actually play in in the countries that they come from obviously so japan you know uh japan and um how do they play box office wise other where other places as opposed to here these are questions that we're going to try to we're going to try to answer today uh during anime week uh so if you're ready let's go so before we start off, of course, let's get the usuals out of the way. If you like the episode, if you like the content, feel free to like and subscribe. We are on we are posting our episodes on YouTube um, every every time we make them. And uh, we also spoke, post uh, special videos of whatever the hell I want to talk about. Um, I'll be doing a video. Uh, I'll be posting a video soon on the differences between the uh, Thor Love and Thunder movie and what is in the comics. Uh, just a, a couple of key things that I want you guys to note mainly because i'm actually really trying to get you guys to read the comics that the comic version of that 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 movie was based off of because it really is a uh, a good read and i really think you guys should should check it out um but with that being said uh <laughs> with that being said uh follow us uh, we also have a instagram page operation hero talk as well as a tiktok operation hero talk once again hit us with a like hit us with a subscribe hit us with a follow please feel free to leave us a comment we are uh we are posting um our podcast plays on a variety of different streaming platforms especially the big three apple spotify and google so if you got time hit us with a listen hit us with a follow and uh yeah thank you so let's get straight into it <sighs> i don't want to get into i don't want to start with why do we love anime everybody has different reasons right but the one thing that I think we can all agree on about about anime is that in some 
instances, being vulgar works. Uh, showing too much uh, works, right? Um, but I think that the more you, but what I'm trying to say is the more that you show, the more difficult it is to adapt that to a live action screen. Let me provide an example. And I, I have the perfect one right off the rip. Attack on Titan. The Attack on Titan live action movie was, for lack of a better word, a disaster. It was a disaster. It, it, but there are many reasons. There are many reasons why uh, it didn't. It didn't work. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to. Before we get into it, I'm sorry. I forgot to say that I moved. <laughs> My family and I moved to a uh, to a new house. Uh, so this is the new basement. I'm sorry that this wall behind me is looking kind of naked right now. Um, don't worry. I'm gonna get this this thing filled as soon as I can. Um, so I'm gonna get it decked out as soon as I can. So don't worry about it. That's coming. Um, but for right now, just bear with me. Anyways, back to topic. You have an attack on Titan, the anime. You have a lot of jumping around, uh, you know, with the with the with the devices, right? You have a lot of giants eating people uh, and then regurgitating them back out, right? You have a lot of that. So you have a lot of things at play there that it's very difficult to adapt that to a live action film because one, how do you make that work? Even and I know CGI has come a long way right it's come a long way but at the same time there's only so much you can do right and then i'm not i'm not even look i'm not even talking about the people out there that say well what would i want to watch it for I've, I've already i've already watched the anime okay i feel you totally understand i get i get where you're coming from in that standpoint but but don't hate on people that like to watch the live action films and this is coming from a person that actually doesn't like to watch the live action films and i'm defending you guys so it, you know i'm just saying don't don't judge what another person is into ah, sorry I need a sip of water anyways the more complex the more it is this is the same thing we saw with this is the same thing we saw with bleach right when bleach dropped um when bleach dropped the first thing I thought was, okay, you know what? This this anime is it's uh how can I say this? It's complicated, but it's not complicated. Let me explain. Um, there is a lot of things that work. There's a lot of things that work uh that are like magical in the show, right? But not a lot to the point where I think it's overwhelming, right? You got, you know, the Quincy uh Oh my God! Um, why, why am I? Why am I not knowing my man's name? Um, you got each. You got Ichigo with the huge sword. Okay, you can adapt that to. You can adapt that to. Uh, to the big. Uh, to to live action. And I actually have an example where that works, which is what I'm going to talk about in the second. I'm going to talk about in the second half of uh, this. In the second half of this podcast. Um, but you know, okay, the the big sword works. The spirit energy works because you really couldn't really see that a lot in the you know anime anyway it's like you know it's just live it's live action and the fact that in the in the anime like spirit energy is just something that the viewer acknowledges that you know the characters have right but you don't really get to see it not that much um and even even things that we might consider outlandish such as like the hollows and uh you know the hollows and um you know the soul society within itself um you know ghosts spirits hollows uh how are you going to adapt these with the how are you going to adapt these into a live action film obviously obviously with the hollows you got to use uh cgi right there's there's really no way around that uh rather you didn't but but you know you, hey 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 you gotta do what you gotta do um i'm still trying i'm sorry i'm still trying to find uh what's his name um i'm still trying to find the name of the quincy guy i know you guys are probably saying it right now um you guys are probably saying his name right now but uh, i'll find it in a second anyways 
but why 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 didn't the movie work because i think that they tried to i think that they try to adapt it uh, not adapted they try to make a perfect copy and you don't need to make a perfect copy right i think in in when you are taking a when you're taking an anime and this is just my opinion take it or leave it when you're making an anime and you're adapting it into a live action film i think honestly less is more and i think that the less that's in the anime the more that it helps the viewer it, it helps in when you make a live action film hear me out on this just 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 hear me out on this now whether you whether you accept that this is an actual anime i mean i do but whatever if you don't whatever um i think that a lot of samurai based a lot of samurai based uh animes make great live action movies i'll get into one specifically in the second half of the podcast because that's i'm gonna t- i'm gonna need a full 30 um to talk about that but uh so let's just like look, just name name a couple i'm just gonna name a couple so uh uh samurai uh uh shampoo 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 yeah i think that's yeah that's naming up yeah samurai uh Sh- i'm sorry i don't know why i'm i'm fumbling that yeah champloo that would make a great that would make a great uh a great live action film because there's not a lot of magical things happening to it it's just two dudes cutting people the hell up and that's okay shut up and take my money i want to i was our receipt at the at the theater to go watch that i i got no i got no problem um and then and then um So yeah, Samurai Champloo, and then uh, oh, here's the here's the one that hasn't been made into a live action film, but I think it should be uh, Afro Samurai. I think Afro Samurai actually works too. Now don't get me wrong, I, I I do agree that there are some things in that movie that are completely outlandish, like just off the cuff, just weird as hell. But I think it could work. I don't know. Maybe I'm being optimistic. You guys, let me know in the comments what you what you think about that. I I, I just think that a guy with a huge afro going around uh, cutting people the fuck up that would definitely be a uh, a, a nice live action film to uh, watch. And, and 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 honestly, it's not even about it being nice. the The point is, can it be done without fumbling? I think it can be done without fumbling. And a lot of the live action anime films have been fumbles. And that's that's I mean, at least here. At least to me, honestly. Um, hang on, because I know there's some. Oh, okay. Uh, here's okay, and here's another one. We'll, we'll just we'll, we can provide some more examples. Here's an, here's another one that I actually didn't think was too bad. And <laughs> see, this is this is just yet another reason why Netflix is just just decreasing in quality. Um, uh, Cowboy Bebop. Uh, I didn't think that the I didn't think that the live action series was. I didn't think that it was bad. I actually thought it was okay like i thought it was good it wasn't i was it wasn't as good as it wasn't as good as the actual anime they never are but but at the same time i i didn't have a problem with it i actually liked it i was waiting waiting for a, a season two until of course they canceled it and then ironically it gets nominated for a nominated for an emmy that's that's it's freaking hilarious um but once again less is more yes it's a futuristic setting it's outer space they got spaceships they can travel we can we can do that we can do space travel people that we have the technology and i'm talking about in forms of i'm talking about in terms of um i'm talking about in terms of uh making that look good on the on the tv screen you don't believe me go watch the art the orville or any modern star trek uh any modern star trek uh uh, show now today all right because uh, i don't want to i don't want to debate any of the old star trek shows which are all y'all star trek de- devotees out there i don't want no smoke i'm all cleaned over here um 
<laughs> but with that being said, with that being said, whereas you may think that was a lot, it wasn't. It, it wasn't too. It wasn't too much. It was. It was just honestly the right amount, right? So that. So that's okay. Like that's good, right? Um, and I think that. I think that honestly. If we be if sorry, I had to check some. If we if we keeping it a hundred, if we keeping it a buck fifty, animes don't need live action movies. There's no need for it. Why is it? Why do we do it? The money, of course, the money, the money. It's there. You get the and plus you get you get actors' jobs. It helps, right? But but will they ever be accepted over here? No. I mean, over here this way, right? Over here this way in in this country. Now, like I said, I don't know the numbers in in other countries they might be accepted in in other countries over there i I just know what the vibe is this way and mainly what i see is there are major fumbles and sometimes on occasion there's a hit not unfamiliar to a dc live action movie except i think that i have a hard time figuring out uh, which one is worse I'm just I'm just saying I'm not trying to be look I'm not look 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 ladies and gentlemen I'm not being mean okay I'm not being mean you know what we're already we're 15 minutes in I want to do I want to do an origin moment real quick but I want to do an origin moment right on the spot because I actually want to know what was the first live action movie based on an anime Okay, here we go. List of films based on manga. Um, okay, I see we got a lot here. But. Oh, okay. Maybe, hold on. Maybe I can. There we go. Oh, okay. Alakazam the Great in 1960. That is not. Uh, no, that is not a live action movie. The Lost World in 1925. What was that? Let me see. Sorry, I'm, I don't mean to get quiet on y'all. I know. I, I know. <laughs> My bad. So I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep talking. I'm. I'm trying to look up. Uh, trying to look up what was the first live action anime movie. I might have to do a little research on that, but I'll get a. I will definitely get an answer to you guys and get put that in the next uh, episode. It'll be a uh, DC week, but I'll, I'll cut out a little time. Um, I'll cut out a little time for that. Now. I said I wasn't going to talk about this movie because I kind of just want to forget it. Uh, like, I'm pretty sure all the rest of you want to because it was just so terrible. Um, but we have to we have to talk about it, guys, for the for the sake of because we have to understand from where we've been to where we are now. So. <laughs> the, OK, so the Dragon Ball. Movie. Let's just let's talk about it. Let's just talk about it. There were many things wrong with this movie. Uh, and once, once again, a lot of things, a lot of visuals. That's a good word. A lot of visuals we see in the anime of Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball C. A lot of blast, a lot of key, right? A lot of power-ups. God, so many power-ups. Um, the, the, the movie really had no shot. It had no shot, and it and it was honestly one of those situations where it was honestly one of those situations where I think that they learned 
very quickly basic basically based off the the live like you know how horrible the movie did and how horrible it ultimately was put together and everything that some animes just don't need live action films dragon ball and dragon dragon ball slash dragon ball z is one of them i mean think about it you got huge buff swole dudes powering up to get even more buff and swole their hair is changing colors and they're blasting each other with keys with 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 uh energy blasts that come out of their hands you can't make no live adaptation of that it don't work at all and that i mean that's just and that's just the reality of it because this there's just too much there it's too much there there's too much there to try to put there's too much there to try to put in in the movie to make it authentic yet still good and and honestly it's a losing battle it's a losing battle from it's a losing battle from the get-go to me personally because think about it if you have a live action film based on an anime what are people going to prefer to see always the anime always so you're 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 fighting against you're you're fighting against yourself at that point pretty much like there is nothing you can do nothing you can do it's all about the money at least from what i can see because it just it just doesn't make sense now in their defense that was the one and only dragon ball movie. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, nah, we're, we're not making any more of these. You know what? We'll just make animated movies, uh, animated animation, uh, animated Dragon Ball Z movies, and they work. They work. They work. I love the new Broly movie. I, uh, I haven't watched uh, the new superhero movie. I am going to watch it at some point. Um, just just kind of taking my time. But I take my time with, my, with, with watching my animes. I ain't even gonna lie to y'all. It takes it takes me a minute to get through them, but when I get through, oh yes, I have something to talk about. <laughs> but with that being said, with that being said, there are clear clear indications of stuff working and not working, and live action and live action films based live action adaptations of anime films, they have a long road to go. Um. Because you don't really know where the stopping point is and where the beginning point is. I can give you a suggestion. I can give you a suggestion. I'm assuming you want to know what it is since you're listening to my podcast. I think that the way you the way you get ahead of the curve. So like for instance, let's take let's take Naruto. No live action film ever made. I pray there never is. Um, but here's a way you could you could do it because it's something that something that popular that spans across that this many territories that's internationally known, critically and criti- critically acclaimed, critically acclaimed as it is. You. Focus on one character, not the main characters, specifically, and run with that. Or, or, you modernize the story. You modernize the story. Now, I would be remiss if I did not if I did not mention that. Technically, uh, well, yes and no on this example that I'm about to give because technically, I guess the dragon ball movie was set kind of in modern times which was eh, because the because the uh the actual anime is based like kind of in the future it's weird in a futuristic setting it's 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 weird but but basically what i'm saying is modernizing an anime and taking a whole different spin on it that could work in your favor uh just to provide a, a very corny example you could do something where maybe maybe okay i'll take the okay if you watch naruto you'll know exactly what i'm saying um if you don't look it up uh 
you could take maybe a, a concept where the Ochia clan is totally wiped out, right? You have a some surviving surviving member in um in Sasuke, and there are you know ninjas and shinobis. There are still a thing, but the world has kind of modernized and it's kind of become outmoded, outdated. There are not a lot of ninjas anymore, right? And he. And now you're just running with the same concept. He learns that his brother is still alive. He trains and goes through all these obstacles and tries to kill him and ultimately does. Boom. Live adaptation. Live adaptation. Live adaptation. Excuse me. Upda update kind of slightly changes the, the, the direction of the story and modernizing it. Boom. <laughs> you got a hit i think you i think you have a hit shit i don't know i don't really know a lot about filmmaking but uh, what i'm saying is it's a it's a different take on the story right it's a different way you could you could write it that you could bring it to the big screen live action wise people would still know it's naruto keep the keep the damn clan symbol keep it right keep keep the symbol have them wear it on a piece of piece of clothing you know have them do that it could it could work right you know you just you i i think that what I'm basically saying is there are ways around this suck fest that we keep getting that are live action um, and <laughs> anime movies. They're, they're just not good. They're just not good. And let me see, cause I, let me see, cause I know, oh, okay. All right, before we, before we, uh, we take a quick break and come back uh, for the second, the second half of the podcast. So, uh, if you guys are on Twitter or on social media in general, which I assume most of you are, you are aware that there is a Yu Yu Hakusho movie. Movie? Is it a movie or a series? I think it's a movie. Uh, releasing on Netflix. <sighs> guys, I don't honestly know how to feel about this one. Because... I don't know what my expectations are. I mean, the anime is a classic. Everybody knows it's a classic. The music, the fights, the style, the dialogue, all of it's good. So as a viewer, just like with the live action adaptation of Cowboy Bebop, I have to get myself out of that mindset of what is it, what is this for why do i not just turn this off and go watch the original anime because that's what they're fighting for right they're fighting to to get your attention or maybe they're just fighting to keep the keep the the spirit of the the original anime alive that could be a, that could could be an honest thing maybe that that could be a, a a motive and sometimes hey it works but i mean i mean anime never dies man it it's always here it's ever present you know i gotta <laughs> i gotta ask recently uh as a person who has liked anime since this is kind of off topic, but I, I feel like I need to address this before we go into the break. Uh, just just to get off my chest. Uh, I've been described as an anime gatekeeper because I've loved I've loved and watched anime since hell. I was in like, what, fourth grade? Um, basically, being one of the ones like many of you out there that liked it before it was a worldwide phenomenon. So the tag got put on me that I'm a gatekeeper, but I'm not because I see the I see the many benefits of anime. I think it helps people be who they are or be who they wish they were, even if they're pretending just for a moment, even if it's like even if it's cosplay, which is nothing wrong with cosplay, first off, but you know what you get what i'm saying like you know it allows us not necessarily to be a kid again but to 
but to embrace that side of ourselves that could be viewed as outlandish, ridiculous, as imagine, imagine, imaginatory is not a real word. That can, <laughs> to embrace that imagination, which I think if you let it at some point at, when you get older, kind of fades a little. The anime brings that back up. So for all of those people out there that are new to the to the wave that joined on the wave recently welcome first off and i hope you like it here i know that you know that we are not the same but i'm not gonna hold that over your head you'll hear it you'll understand it when we talk about it when i'm bringing up characters you've never heard of when i'm bringing up animes you've never even watched never heard of at all that's when you'll understand that there are levels to this but that doesn't mean i'm gonna hold it over your head not at all because people that love anime i think that that's one of the things that's great about it we inspire each other we recommend things to each other it's kind of a great place to be <laughs> i mean at least to me but just my opinion that's just my opinion on the whole gatekeeper thing um i don't really see myself as a gatekeeper gatekeeper i see myself as a blurred that has always been a blurred um that will continue to be a blurred until the day i'm in the grave and then a couple days after that um you know just just having fun man it, it's a, it's impacted my life in a positive way for as long as i can remember and to all of those people that are new to it and all those people that have been in it as long uh, that have been a fan as long as i have been a fan hey we here <laughs> so with that being said we're gonna take a quick break take a quick break we'll come back um for the second half of the episode i have uh definitely got something that i want to talk to you about and it has everything to do with this image i don't know if you can see it clearly on the back uh see this see i don't know if you can see this image uh, i'm trying to because this is one of the few live action animes films that killed stay tuned What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to episode 30 of Operation Hero Talk, number one podcast for the nerds, the nerdettes, the blurs, the blurdettes, the weebs, and of course, the weebettes. And today we are talking about the difference between live action anime films and uh, anime, the, the, really the animes themselves. Um, so just jump, really just jumping back uh, right back into uh, topic, into what we were, what we were speaking on before. Um, so I want to use this this we, we in the first part of this podcast we really talked about misses right let's talk about some hits right because I, I think there are some hits out there i already talked about cowboy bebop i didn't think it was bad right i didn't think it was bad it wasn't it wasn't as bad as i thought it was going to be um it was good um to me but there's there's one there's one to me hands down 
one of the best, if not the best, live action anime based film. And that was Roroni Kenshin. The series. The series. There's four movies. I think so. That's why I got you see, I got the you see if you if you're watching this on YouTube or on Spotify video, I got the I got the photo in the background here. I'll put it up to the camera. So you can see it, people. Okay. This film, listen. This film is not for play play. Okay. This film is not for play play. This series is not for play play. This this series delivers. Delivers. Right, right. Dose of comedy. Great action. Great visuals. I'm here for it. It's up. And here and and so let, let me let's just talk about why I think that this works. Because of the exact same reason that I mentioned in the first part of this podcast. Less is more. I love the anime that this is. I love Roni Kenshin that the anime that this is based off of. It's a great anime, right? There's like there's a lot of there's a lot of humor. There's a lot of incredible sword fights. You know, Kenshin is just a badass. You know, uh, Matosai, the Manslayer. I love it. You know what I'm saying? Paul sounds kind of sounds kind of suspect, but but it's okay. That's all right. 2022. We ain't tripping off that, right? It's it's fine. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know mind me. Anyways, this movie works. This is kind of what this, and this is this is why I said uh, uh, a live uh, action uh, Afro Samurai movie works well in, in in the favor because it follows the story almost exactly, but because there's not a lot in the anime now, I think uh, not a lot of you know. Or crazy visuals, right? I don't know why I just made that sound. Uh, crazy visuals that you see in the anime, I think that it allows you to take your time. There's four movies, guys. It allows you to take your time. It allows you to tell a great story. It allows you to add some humor that may not, maybe not, was not in the anime, right? You, you. What, what I'm basically saying is, <laughs> excuse me. You, you got, you got time and space. To be creative, and that's where this—that's where this movie hits for me. That's where this movie hits. Um, I love the—I love the the casting choices. I think uh, the guy that uh, played Ronnie uh, R- R- Kenshin did a great job. Uh, what's, his, what's his name? Because no, 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 we're gonna we're gonna give my man some credit uh, here. Hang on. Yep. Okay. So, if you guys don't know, this movie released back in 2012. Um, the first one did, and uh, yeah, de- if, if if y'all have not watched this movie, my God, yeah, yeah, whoa, y'all y'all gotta watch it. Y'all don't know what y'all missing out on. I'm sorry. If you want to know what a real, if you want to know what a actual good animation movie looks like, this is the movie for you live action anime uh based movie looks like this this is the movie for you what's the guy's name takaru sato hey man more power to you amazing amazing job uh that you did on this movie um let me see Yeah, so they actually, I think, yeah, they just released the fourth, uh, the last, they released the last movie last year. They did. I remember. And I haven't even watched it yet. Freaking fucking shame on me. Um, so I'm definitely going to get, I'm definitely going to get around to watching that at, at some point. But guys, the movie works. You know, I, you just, when there's not, when, when you have space to be creative, when you can, you know adjust even if it's just a little bit from the original anime when you don't have to make it so out there it can work and samurai movies are uh, uh, we're being real samurai samurai movies are always gonna work they just are i'm sorry because we love it we love to see good sword fights that's just i mean from a viewer standpoint it's just all it's 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 a recipe that always hits it always hits 
Who doesn't want to see a good ass sword fight? Everybody does. Everybody. Right? So. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I was looking at my notes. I wanted to brush up on. Um, I, I want to brush up on a topic uh, that's that's related to related to the one that we're talking about now. Is comedy because I actually got asked this. I actually got asked this by a friend in a in a conversation that we had recently. Is comedy can comedy be an aid in a live action anime movie when you feel that it's fumbling? I think it can. I think it can be. It can be an aid because I think that it relieves some of the pressure, right? If because when when you have a lot that you need to work with. And I could relate. I could relate this to. Oh, <laughs> iPad fell. Sorry. I can actually relate this to. Uh, I think that this is one of the reasons why we have not gotten a Naruto live action film yet. Because there's just too much there and because there's too much there comedy can't help with that there are humorous moments in hell naruto himself is comedic relief hell uh himura kenshin the main character from this anime is a funny guy right he's he's pretty funny but there's not a lot visual wise that you got to make up for that you have to show you just gotta show them cutting people up that's cool we can do that that's not a problem we don't even need that much effects we don't even need that many effects to show that so that's not that's that's keeping the budget where it needs to be right so now the budget's good <laughs> the budget's good so okay cool i'm down with it but when you have something like that, summoning creatures, chakra, clans, you got hell, how big the, the goddamn village is itself, how how many nations there are. There's just there's too much. It's too much. It's too much. It's too much to work with. Live action film can't can work. Sorry. But in this case, it works. Right? I definitely recommend you guys go. I definitely recommend you guys go. Uh, go uh, watch that movie. Watch all of them. <laughs> There's four movies. Go watch all of them um, because they're all good, in my opinion. Um, what do you guys think? Yeah. What do you guys think about? If I'm, I know I'm jumping topics here, but the the, the theme is live action anime based movies, so we're, that I'm keeping. I'm staying on topic. What do you guys think about this new this this new Yu Yu Hakusho movie coming out? Talked about it in the first part of the podcast. I'm gonna keep it a buck with y'all. Don't got a lot of faith in it. I don't. I don't. Once again, too much magical shit happening that if you fumble one part of it, they you will you will instantly give the viewer the validation that they need to throw the whole movie away. They'll throw the whole movie away. Any one thing doesn't work out. Look, anime viewers, they have a short, a very short attention span. Some do. Some are more patient, but some, some, they like what they like. And it's not even about liking what you like, because I think that a good amount of people that, that like anime are open to viewing new shit. Because you got you gotta be. That's how you find new shit. Right, I watched every single Mobile Suit Gundam season that ever came out. I maybe liked two of them. <laughs> maybe liked two of them. But it's okay. It's a classic. I took a leap of faith. I watched all of them. Didn't like most of them, but that's okay. There was it was still decent. There were some decent moments in it, right? But you gotta watch it. You gotta watch it because if you don't, you, you don't know what you're missing. But jumping back on point, 
viewers may be patient and they may be willing to try a new anime in a new live action anime based film but the one thing they know is what they don't like and what they perceive as not acceptable and it's one and once you hit that point with them yeah throw the movie away yeah throw the show away that's that's the reality that's how it is over here on that's how it is over here on on this side i'm not talking about this country or anything i'm talking about all around the world baby all around the world with us that's how this works <laughs> you either come in correct or you're not coming at all over here on this side pause um but <laughs> sorry there are some cases where live action anime based movies works and and i think that the the real the real question the real question is how do we get better how do they get better and unfortunately honestly guys i, I don't have the answer to that the only thing i have is an opinion I just I just have my opinion on how it could get better. Lower this microphone. One thing that I think I think you do. Well, I, I mentioned it, and and like I said, I mentioned it in the first part of the uh, the podcast. I think you start creating live action anime based movies that are not direct adaptations of the animes. You can use characters. Don't get me wrong. You can use characters, but base it in different settings. This has worked for some companies. It works for DC all the time. They put hell. They put Batman in what, like, 17th century Japan. They put, uh, you know, Superman in the future. You know, all of that, all of that shit. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is you don't know if it can work until you try and i think that they viewers would be more open to seeing that if you if you just let them know ahead of time because sometimes there are some there's some shit that's not acceptable and then yes i'm about to vent um <laughs> yes i'm about to vent i don't know if you guys have ever uh, read and I'll put uh, I'll put a picture uh, right here. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever read uh, Solo Solo Leveling. It's a great, great anime comic. Uh, web manga manga. Eh, I'm gonna just say web comic. It's a great web comic. Um, no, I would call it a manga. Yeah, I'll call it a manga. Um, and uh, Crunchyroll recently got the approval. It's not a live action. It's an actual. It's gonna be an actual anime. Uh, Crunchyroll recently got the approval to uh, go forward with the anime. It comes out next year. Um, the main hero is based in South Korea. That's where most of the story takes place. And, I, and like I said, I don't know if this. I, well, not like I said, but I don't know if this uh, this rumor is true. I got to see if this is actually going to be true or not, because if it is, then I'm probably not going to watch it. Um, but they are planning on making the main character from Japan instead of South Korea when they don't need to. See, shit like that is what irks some people and especially irks me because it's an unnecessary change there is a japanese uh character in that series so are you gonna switch and make him from south korea now and, and like and one of the things that like geographic locations play a pivotal role in that in that series so you can't to me personally that's unacceptable you can't do that because one of the i i, I don't want to get i don't want to get uh i don't want to get all into the story especially for people who haven't read it i recommend you guys go read it um 
but let's just say that you know being from japan and being from south korea that plays a big role in the story and i think you need to keep the main character from south korea one because there was nothing wrong with it and two because and two because if there was ever an anime that you needed to keep this is the anime there was ever an anime that you need to keep so directly to the story stick to the story it's this one now let's let's bring this back full circle to live action anime based movies shit like that will get will get you shit like that will get your movie axed right off the rip right off the rip once again i'm not i'm not contradicting myself based on my last on my last uh statement about doing something in a different setting but based off a traditional anime because if you let it be known ahead of time that yeah this is gonna be based off of naruto but it's gonna take like i'll use naruto as an example it's gonna be based off of naruto but we're gonna set it in modern day times we're gonna do this this and that okay cool i'll check it out nothing wrong with that i'll check it out but when you do something small like that something that impacts the story so so much yet you're still trying to keep it to stick to the original story as a whole uh-uh. that's not how it works around here at least i don't I, just my opinion that's not how i think it should work right i don't think it should work like that i think you should you know it, look if you're gonna go all in go all in okay Live action anime based movies already have a bad reputation. The hell, just get 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 your dough and and get out. So let's let you know what. For, so for the for, not for the rest of the time, um, because we still got a little bit to go. Where we at? Okay, we have yeah, we got still we still got a little bit. I want to look up some. I want to look up what some of these movies did. I'm actually gonna look this up on my iPad, so I don't even gotta touch my uh, laptop. So we're just gonna run through a couple. We're just gonna run through a couple movies. Um, I just want to run through. Uh, I'm gonna run through three. So first movie I'm gonna watch. I'm, I'm not watch. Um, first movie I'm going to look on what the box office uh, numbers were, um, both domestic and internationally. Is Attack on Titan. Is this it? Yep, this is it. All right. So, <laughs> oh god. So Shingeki no Kyojin, Attack on Titan. Um. Oh lord, when was when was this movie released? When was this movie released? Release dates. Okay, so there were two parts. One was released uh, in July of 2015, and the other one, oh, on my, on my brother's birthday, actually, in July, uh, July of 2015. And then the other one was released in August of 2015. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, August 20, it released on August 1st in Japan and released on. Um, September, let me see. September 2015. September, yeah, September of 2015, part two released uh, also in Japan. Box office number 46 million. Not a lot, especially by box office standards. Um, yeah. Not a lot of positive reviews either. <laughs> Rightfully so. But uh, let's see. Part one was number one on opening weekend. 5.1 million. Remember, remember, guys, this is in Japan. Um, it was the seventh highest grossing Japanese film at the Japanese box office uh, in 2015. So it was it was the seventh. Um, and combined, yeah. So that's both parts combined have grew, have grossed over have grossed 46 million. It, a lot of critic, a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of mixed reviews on this. 
and there yeah and there was i remember there were some problems with the subtitles in the movie theater so yeah this 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 like this movie like it just had a lot it had a lot of problems so let's so 46 46 million are the numbers on that so let's let's move let's move to bleach Yep. Yep. Okay. Bleach. (laughs) Bleach. 2018 film. Damn, these came out so years, so long ago. Man, I am old. Lord, forgive me. Um. Okay. Uh, Let's see here. Lord have mercy. This did even worse. So. Released in July of 2018 in Japan and released July 28th worldwide. Uh, four million. Four million. In Japan. <laughs> Let's, I want to see if I could find what it did in like worldwide. Huh? Uh, a little over 400,000 in China. That is not good. Gross to 135 million yen from Friday to Sunday. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it was, it was okay. It, it, it was okay, but yeah, the numbers. The numbers are just there, and we're we're you see we're starting to see a pattern now. Um, what was another? What was another movie? Based, oh, well, hell, let's do it. Might as well. Dragon Ball. <laughs> I got a feeling y'all already know what this is gonna be, but it's okay. We're still gonna we're still going to do it. All right. God damn it. Dragon Ball Evolution, 2009 release. On a budget of 30 million, movie made 58.2 million. So it couldn't even, it couldn't even double its money. Um, But it, it, it it was positive. It made money, I guess. Uh, (laughs) But yeah terrible just 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 terrible um i think that yeah this movie is definitely the gold standard of why you probably want to lean away from this uh you probably want to lean away from this the film was yeah and i quote and i'm going off wikipedia i don't care y'all can y'all can hear me on this the film was both a financial and critical failure it received negative reviews from both critics and fans because it was terrible particularly for the script cast and unfaithfulness to the source material yes agree additionally it performed poorly at the box office poorly being a nice word uh grossly only 9.4 million and worldwide only 58 too so it couldn't even break 10 million in the united states my god that is horrible <laughs> let me well actually well the Veronica Kenshin movies actually hold on no we'll look up we'll look um, we'll look these we'll look up the numbers on these and then we'll go ahead and we'll go ahead and close close this thing out yes sir Okay, see, this isn't bad. See, now, like, now what we said, right? What I said earlier, not a lot of, not a lot of uh, animation and visual effects that you need to add to the movie. So the budget wasn't that big. Budget, budget on this movie, only 10 million. Profit, box office, 68 million. Not bad. That's actually, that's, that's good. That's decent for what the budget was. Um, and it received really positive and it received really positive reviews because it was it was good um let's see oh, oh. yeah mostly positive reviews from critics um it was yeah it was really good um 
the film became Japan's 11th highest grossing film 2012. 11th is that's terrible. Earning 3.1 billion yen internationally, the film grossed internationally if grossed 61.7 million, and that's that's not bad. That's not bad at all. So, I mean, I could throw numbers at y'all all day, people. Go watch the damn movie. It's a great, it's a great movie. I definitely recommend it. Um, but I want to know what you guys think, honestly, about live action anime based movies. Where do you think they succeed and where do you think they fail? And if you think that there's another good one besides Roroni Kenshin, I really want to know what you think it is. Because hell, like I said, I'm a fan. I'll watch it. I'll give it a chance. Right? I will give it a chance. Nothing wrong with that. Um, but yeah, I, got, I definitely want to know what you guys think about that because uh, what you guys think of my opinions, you know, my analysis of, you know, what what has been done both right and wrong and what, uh, what not right and wrong, both positive and negatively and how I feel that these uh, these live action movies can get better. Um, but with that being said, ladies and gents and however you choose to identify, we are going to call it a wrap for this week's episode of Operation Hero Talk episode number 30 live action anime dot 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 worth it? Question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> hit me with a follow, guys, on my social media. We'll have it listed in the uh, description below. Also, uh, feel free to hit us up on TikTok and Instagram once again. Leave a like and a comment. We are streaming on multiple platforms, especially the big three, Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. But with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoy your weekend. I hope you enjoy yourself in general. And above all else, remember, gas prices may still be high. Okay? Plane tickets cost an arm and a leg. And a studio apartment is running for two grand. But that doesn't mean you can't always keep it swifty. Peace.